Welcome to the Motherhood Trenches. I'm Felicia. And I'm Molly. We became sisters by circumstance and friends by choice. Now, between the two of us, we are raising four girls while trying to keep our sanity and support each other along the way. Join us as we bumble our way through the ups and downs of parenting newborns, toddlers, and little people. Hey Molly, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Yeah. Good. How was your week? It was pretty good. I'm trying to think. It was pretty uneventful. I actually struggled to pick my high this week, not because I had so few, but because I had a, a, a couple oh, to wow. choose from. Wow. I know. I was like, man, these highs just keep coming. It's all, it's all coming up Molly. <laughs> yeah. So, but then after I thought about it, I was like, these are all pretty lame. <laughs> and then you vomited 17 times and it was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Brought me back down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So how was your week? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, it's been, I feel like I complain about work every week and I really don't mean to because I do, I do like my job, but it has been like, there's just been a couple of night calls and like, um, I've mentioned before I work on, I'm working on a project that's in the Asia Pacific region, which is basically like half a day time difference. So it's either early in the morning and, or late at night, sometimes both. So sometimes it's like I'm working up until like bed and I'm up late and then I have to get up and like first thing in the morning be on call. So that's just hard. Um, to yeah to manage all of that yeah yeah I think it's I mean it's kind of like we also complain about motherhood too but Mm -hmm. it's still we still enjoy it right so I mean I there's there's ups and downs of every job I'm sure that even though you like your your job you wish you weren't taking a call at eight o'clock at night right yeah (laughs) once I kind of finish up this project which should be in the next couple of weeks really at least the part that's um heavily my responsibility um it should lighten a little bit and, and yeah that will be nice yeah that will be good yeah so I'll do my okay. my low and my high yeah go okay. for it um so my low um is that oh this morning <clears throat> early this morning so I had calls last night yeah and then Amelia had a surprise overnight wake up at like 4 a.m oh yeah which is the first time that that's happened in months do you know why is that part of the low okay I I, I mean she was I kind of gave her like 10 to 15 minutes and it didn't seem like she was settling back down and, but she wasn't like crying, crying. She's just kind of like whimpering a little bit yeah. and then would stop. And then she would kind of whine a little bit again. And it, it just, I could tell that she wasn't going to settle back down and go to yeah. sleep. So I just went in and fed her and then she fell asleep. So it could be just growth spurt hungry. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, I fed her, but then by the time I was done feeding her, it was almost 5am and then, so, you know, she was up at four and then I spent 15 minutes like debating, do I go in, do I don't? And then right. I did. And then it was like 4.45 after I fed her. I also changed her diaper just in case that was bothering her. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, you know, so then it's almost 5 a.m. And it's really hard to fall asleep at five o'clock in the morning. So. Knowing that you have, because what time do you typically get up? 6.30. Yeah. So, I mean, knowing that you're, by the time you get yourself to fall back asleep, you're right. looking at like 45 minutes maybe or something. Right. And I've an been hour. awake for an hour now almost. Yeah. Like, so I, I didn't really, I've dozed a little bit until 6 30 and then just got up and started getting ready and then I had yeah. to call it eight. Oh man. So, and I just felt like I just started the day behind and felt yeah frazzled all day um like I couldn't like just have a few moments to kind of get myself together yeah because <laughs> it was like back to back to back to back meetings too right um which is hard but anyway so that was my low um but my high yes. is I talked last week about um how Claire had been has been a little bit more emotional, mm-hmm. a little bit, um, like some jealousy coming out and whatever. Um, and this week, earlier this week, she, um, got up in the morning and I just took forever to get ready. Like was running behind, wouldn't get out of bed, didn't want to make her bed, didn't want to do any of her chores, didn't want to brush her teeth, didn't want to get dressed. Like every, basically every, me every day. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. Every step was just a battle. So it took yeah. a long time to get ready. And then we got downstairs and Nick, you know, was eating breakfast um, while I was getting Claire ready and she came down and saw him eating and she was like, I want an egg. Like, you don't, cause she doesn't normally eat. She does not normally eat yeah. at home. We just take her, like if she asks, we'll give her a little snack, like a beef stick or, um, a fig bar or something right. to have in the car on the way to school. But they, they serve breakfast there. Yeah. So no, we don't usually eat at home together. And, and she doesn't really eat eggs. Like yeah. eggs are one of her least favorite breakfasts. that it's it really hit or miss on whether she'll eat an egg. And she was like, I want an egg. And we were like, Nick was already like finished eating and it was time to go. And we're like, well, it's, it's too late. We got to get going. Like I got, you know, mom has to sign on for work. Daddy's got to get to work. Right. There's no time now. And she, of course, like got super upset and said something. She made a comment about, I want to be part of the family. (laughs) We were like, what? 
<laughs> because the egg really I really know. makes her part of the and family. And we're like, maybe she saw like a show where her family was eating breakfast together, they and that's what she's have. trying to. Yeah, because yeah, it's not even like you were sitting there eating. With I did them. not it was eat just breakfast. Nick. No, no, I'm, I'll be hard pressed to eat breakfast when they're still around because yeah. it's like one of my favorite parts of the day is when everybody leaves and I just get to like drink my coffee and eat breakfast before I start working. That's whenever the girls on Tuesdays and Thursdays when they have both are in school. I wait to eat breakfast Alone. until I get yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> And drink my coffee. I don't bring my coffee with me even yeah. because I'm like, no. I want to sit and enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead. Um, but so this morning, because I was up early with Amelia, yeah. um, I went in and like I saw that Clara was up on the monitor. So I went in and I was like, do you want to go downstairs and have breakfast? <laughs> she was like, yeah. So she got ready in like 10 minutes flat, which yeah. it's like unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on a good day, it's like 30. Yeah. Um, so we like came downstairs and ate, you know, eight eggs. <laughs> Amelia slept in because she was up at four. So of she course, was, yeah. you know, up later. So it was the three of us and we all had breakfast together. And it felt like, <laughs> felt like she was really, even though it was just such a small thing, it was, she was yeah. really pleased by us all sitting down and eat breakfast together. And she ate like a bite or two of egg. <laughs> it is funny how, of course, uh-huh. yeah, just like you knew she would. Uh-huh. Um, it is funny the things that will please them. Yeah. That just make them so delighted. And then it's like, well, just to be that innocent. And I know. Just... I wish small things. things made me happy like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Although, I don't know. My high every week is pretty... <laughs> pretty small. I'm pretty scraping the barrel, so I don't know. Maybe I am a toddler. Yeah. So tell me yours. Let's hear this. this um, barrel scraping. So my low is actually, in hindsight, a funny story, but it was... I was very... It was genuinely um, tough for me, and I think you'll find it enjoyable. I saved it. I didn't tell you. So oh. that you would... So the other night, um, I was sitting on the couch, and it was like, I don't know, 6 o'clock or something, close to bedtime after dinner time. Um, and Riley, she brings her, she eats her food. Riley is our dog. Um, and she um, eats her food on a Frisbee because she won't eat her food out of a bowl because she's just <laughs> such right. a precious dog. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so she brings her food to the girls for them, or her Frisbee to the girls for them to fill up. And um, they went out to the garage, filled it up, and um, nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, they spill food on the ground. And so we let Riley go out into the garage, and she'll kind of eat up the food. So she had been out in the garage, and I was sitting on the couch, and Garrett was um, kind of across from me. And Riley came in and, uh, you know, was on the floor or whatever, and he eventually was like, Riley, what do you have? And he like went over and was like, Riley, drop it. And was like really freaking out about her dropping whatever it was that she had. I know. And I was like, oh, like he's being real weird about this. It must be something. Well, he pulled it up and it was a rat block. It was rat poison <gasps> um, that he had put in the garage whenever we got back from um, when we were gone for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, our garage kind of smelled weird. And so he was like, I don't know, maybe there's been some mice in here or something, you know, whatever. So he put some out, but he thought he put all of them in places like under shelving units that are low to the ground that she couldn't get to. But apparently there was one she was able to get to. Um, And so she had like kind of gnawed on it a little bit. (sighs) And so I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like totally freaked out. Um, I'm very attached to my dog, (laughs) Um, which most people are, but I am... And one of those people that secretly thinks my dog is my child, yeah, but knows that it's too embarrassing to admit to, admit to people. <laughs> um, so, anyways, so I was like, Garrett, do like, do I need to call the vet? Like, what do I do? And he was like, Well, let me look it up, whatever. And he like looked on Google. My husband Garrett is not one to freak out, to stress, to worry, none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he looked on Google for probably five seconds, and he was like, You need to call the vet. Ugh. And I was like, Oh no! So I called our vet. Um, fortunately it was still, it must've been closer to five o'clock, I guess. Cause they were still in the office and I was okay. thinking, well, this is good. Maybe I won't have to take her to the emergency vet. Yeah. So I called and I said, I didn't even tell him who I was. I just said, my dog ate rat poison. I don't know what to do. And she was like, okay, let me get, talk to the doctor. And she was gone for like 10 seconds and came back and she was like, you need to call the emergency vet. This is what you do. You know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so I called the emergency vet that they told me to call and they were like you have to call poison there's a poison control for animals apparently and they were like you call poison control they'll give you a claim number or whatever case number and that's what we use to like they will tell us exactly what to give your dog oh okay so i was like okay and i said should i call them while i'm on my way to you and she was like yeah i would 
So I called and um, like as soon as you get on the line, they tell you that it costs money to do this. And I was like, are you serious? Wow. But of course, like I'm also like, well, I'm calling poison control about my dog. Like, am I really in a state right now to be like, no. Uh, It's probably not worth $25. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So it like, you know, says like you acknowledge it or whatever. So the person comes on the line. And she was like, I told her what happened, and she was like, okay, well, before we start, I need to make sure that you're okay with paying. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I don't care about that right, right now. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just really trying to hurry, like, get through this as soon as possible. So she, like, took all of her stats, you know, like, how much she weighs, what kind of dog she is, um, and, uh, like, what medicines, because she is on a couple of medicines right now. Um, and then, like, the rat block that we have comes in blocks, And so, like, I told her exactly what it was and, you know, like, she put in the active ingredient and, like, pulled up the um, product and all that stuff. And she was like, okay, it sounds like she would have had to eat a block and a half for her weight in order for there to be any problem. And Riley had, like, gnawed the corner of one block. Uh And so I was like, oh, so I don't have to take her to the vet? And she was like, no, 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 she's going to be fine. You may have some, like, vomiting, diarrhea, whatever. Went through all of that stuff. And I just like started bawling. Yeah. <laughs> and the lady was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I was. Just, I really, I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Like, I just, I really had no clue. Like, if we would make it to the vet in time, if they would have the right thing that she needed, if it would be too late, if it would even work. Right. You know, like what I had so no many clue. Variables. Yeah. Yeah. What was going to happen and how Riley? I mean, Riley is such a. I don't know. She skittish dog in general like she loves people and stuff but uh-huh. like the tiniest things scare her like our, our smoke detector scares her oh, uh-huh. so it's like I just didn't know how she was going to handle everything and just really freaking out um, but it all turned out okay and in Good. hindsight was actually kind of funny because it's like I was totally stressed to the max about yeah. this and then like she ate the tiniest amount right <laughs> didn't even really well rat po- I mean I would have been freaking yeah. out too and I'm not generally not a huge warrior but yeah I, you know, like that's a huge right like you hear terrible stories about rat poison <laughs> yeah anything with poison in it right so then of course and I think Garrett was really because he when, when I came back home and like told him everything was fine or whatever he was like okay and he was like I am so so sorry I can't believe I did this you know like really blaming himself and it's oh. like oh I don't blame you like I, I didn't and he was like well if something had happened to her you would have blamed me and it's like that does make sense for me <laughs> But even when I really genuinely thought something was wrong, I never once was like, this is Garrett's Garrett, fault. God. Yeah, right. And I definitely would have because I'm a blamer. So, <laughs> I definitely... so I felt bad that he felt so guilty about yeah. it because he was just really stressed. Um, so anyways, but... Oh, well, that's good. Good outcome. So it, it was a good outcome, but it was a stressful situation. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then my high is, um, has to do with Garrett instead oh. of the kids. So... <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, so I don't know, I don't even know if you know this about me, but I love eggnog. I no, like, no, yeah. I did not know that about you. Yeah. Garrett hates it. Yeah. Um, basically won't even come near me after I drink eggnog. Really? He it, it thinks it's so gross, so disgusting. I heard it described as, um, festive mayonnaise the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mm, yeah. It does have, they both have eggs. Right. Yeah. So I guess so. Um, but I... I love eggnog. It's one of my favorite things. And of course, it's only around the holidays. Right. I know. <laughs> the I'm just making a disgusted face. Yeah. <laughs> a disgusted look at my face that I can't move on from. But yeah. go on. Um, so anyway, so I always, um, you know, try to find eggnog um, around the holiday season. And of course, right now I'm pregnant. So um, it's one of the few pleasures that I can have in life right now yeah so there's a brand specifically that I really like but I could not find it this year I could I had to settle for a different brand oh. and um I mean <laughs> the brand is pretty important not every eggnog is made the same sure. there, some of them are crap varying level of gross <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyways so Garrett um found out what brand of eggnog I like and found it at the grocery store and went and got it for me. Wow. And um, got like two bottles of it because it's a smaller bottle. Um, And it was just one of those like, I know how gross he thinks eggnog is. And (laughs) 
I just, and also he's just not really typically... Uh, a little out of character? Yeah, that's yeah. not really like him at <clears throat> yeah. all. Yeah. So, like, he would have no problem if I went out of my way to find the eggnog. And, like, he would make fun of me, but he would be like, yeah, go get the eggnog or whatever. But right. for him, he's never been, like, when I'm pregnant, he doesn't go get my cravings for me. Yeah. Or, like, go out of his, like, that's just not typically, it's not been his M.O. Right. Like, what is uh, it, acts of service is maybe yeah, not his not his thing. No. <laughs> so when he did that, it was just... I I don't know it just made me feel so happy like it was yeah. just such a simple like I was talking about with toddlers like it was just yeah. such a simple thing that he just didn't have to do and yeah. I hadn't really like said like I hadn't even hinted at it or anything it was like just totally unexpected so it was just a nice little you yeah. know surprise that just kind of made my day yeah so oh that's awesome so anyways um well do we want to jump into our topic then yeah yeah i think we're ready so since it's the new year um this is our first episode of the new year right um we are going to talk a little bit about goals and resolutions for the year um so i don't know um you like we talked about a little bit before you have some specific kind of resolutions along with some vague ones mine are mostly vague yeah so um we'll kind of talk about our overlying goals for the year um and then kind of get into some resolutions yeah so if you want to go ahead and yeah kick it off <clears throat> so i've not like i'm typically in the past i have not been a big like goal setter or resolutions person um last year is the first time like i've as i've gotten into like using a planner and like keeping yeah. up my tasks and whatever that there's a lot of Built, I have the Erin Condren planner, and built into that, there's a lot of um, like goal setting mm-hmm. type stuff. Um, so last year was the first year that I kind of took a stab at it, um, <clears throat> and of course I knew that. I mean, I couldn't have predicted what 2020 was going to be like, but yes, I knew true. that I was going to have Amelia. So a lot of my goals, um, it's fitting because a lot of my goals were just around like survival, <laughs> which is what this year and, was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it. I know for a lot of people that's not the case, and they had some other like larger bigger goals um that they then had to scale back and stuff around travel and and whatever that really shifted but for me the pandemic did not drastically change what my life you were planning on staying in for a while after she was born right (laughs) quarantining anyway yeah um Um, just because it was postpartum but yeah that's good that you because i think i feel like a lot of first-time moms me included you have a lot of like very major goals after your baby is born Mm -hmm. um you're not thinking about just surviving you're not realizing yeah and I did too with Claire and then once I realized that it really is just about survival yeah you know you have that disappointment yes um so last year I was was just really careful about setting up like reasonable goals and that's good um things about taking care of myself and um you know safe healthy delivery um and then you know do um, the physical therapy for pelvic floor and, you know, get back to like being a functional body. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, and all that, it was, it was nice to have that to like, um, look back on and kind of realign myself. Um, I really like the process and then, um, to be able to have that to look back on throughout the year and kind of make my life what I want it to look like. Yeah. Um, so this year upcoming, I'm, I'm, want to get a little bit out of survival mode because I still feel like I'm just kind of like swimming in that. Yeah. Um, and I want to try to set up some like systems that will make my life easier and just make things more convenient and cut out stuff that I don't like and don't right. enjoy and just maximize the time that I have on things that I do enjoy that fill my cup. So do you already have things in mind that you're going to like cut out or like systems that you're going to put in place? Or are you still kind of looking for that? Yeah, I've gotten so it's, I've split my goals up into three categories. So I, I do personal and then like family and home and uh, work. So okay. one of my big family home goals is around like finding a cleaning system, whether that's oh, yeah hiring someone um, or just finding a routine that works or I don't know what that's going to look like, but I need to figure something out because that's definitely a place where I'm struggling and still I feel like that's the most uh, obvious you can tell I'm still in survival mode Yeah, about me. And then it makes you feel when your house is not organized and is a wreck or whatever, yeah. like you feel unorganized and you feel like My you're brain in feels, survival mode. Yeah, right. Yeah. My brain feels like it's got like... 17th socks on the floor and yes right <laughs> laundry's backed up and there's dishes oh. everywhere and the floor hasn't been swept in like three days and yeah yeah know, whatever totally that. so definitely um the cleaning cycle is something that i want to get out of and somehow make that more efficient 
yeah. for me. I don't know what that looks like or what that's going to be. That's one of my vague goals, but um, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I definitely, I need to figure something out there so that I can stop uh, spending so much time thinking and feeling bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. Um, something else that I am not going to do is at some point next year, I am not going to be breastfeeding. Oh, so that's yes. one of my personal goals is to quit breastfeeding. You know, <laughs> most women, not most, I guess I like some women right. are like, Oh, I'm so sad to quit or like continue no, on as long as they possibly me. can. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I can, I can understand the feeling and I think that's, that's right. great. That's not something that I'm like, Ugh you know, judging yeah. on, but that it's not the way that I feel about breastfeeding. Yeah. I, it I don't, be done. I don't think I never made it to the part, to the point where I was like had to wean right. or anything like that. Um, but I cannot imagine that I, I think I would have been, if I had a good supply and was able to do it, I think I would have done it till a year mm-hmm. and then moved on or even six months. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I think that I would have easily tucked myself out of it at an earlier stage, but yeah. Um, cause it's, it's just a lot. I yeah. mean, it's a lot for you. And I think that will help with some of that survival mode yeah. thing because even, you know, I'm constantly feeding every, every few hours. So there's only so much like my blocks of time to do things are just already kind of short just because of that. Yeah. Um, so I'm like trying to fit everything in and these like two hour increments between feedings and naps and whatever. Um, so I think that will help kind of free up some time and allow me to get out of that mode too. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. I, um, and then also cause around a year is when she'll just be done with bottles and stuff in general. So like right. no pumping, you yeah. don't deal with pump parts or sending bottles to daycare right. or any of that stuff. So it'll definitely free up a lot, a lot of time. time. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, I forgot, I mean, I guess I know, or maybe I didn't notice so much with Claire. I don't know why, but I forgot how much maintenance it is to, to pump and to clean constantly cleaning bottles and stuff and yeah like whoa they're not I you know I try to I usually put them in the dishwasher and yeah but sometimes you forget or you don't run it that night or whatever and then it's like oh you wake right. up and do that first thing in the morning and, and they're so annoying to clean yeah <laughs> yeah so that's something else that I think will make a big impact in what next year looks like good yeah. good and yeah, I didn't sense. I didn't in that goal specify when I was going to quit yeah <laughs> Um, well, I because, think that's good to leave it open yeah. in that case because, you know, you could come to the new year and be like, okay, I'm, you know, just, just feel like you're ready. Yeah. Um, you could get to June and be like, I'm just not ready yet. Yeah. I'm pretty confident that April 4th is going to be the absolute max last day <laughs> that I would, that I will be breastfeeding, but it's you possible. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah. Um, so some other personal goals that I'm really excited about and I think will be a little bit more achievable um, once I've freed up that, that time in my life, um, I want to maybe get back into running. Oh, yeah. Um, and maybe do... I, I had just gotten kind of back into it before I got pregnant with Amelia. Yeah. And was really enjoying it. Um, and I so I would like to complete... I've done the Couch to 5K program before, which is like kind of ramps up slowly and takes you from walking to be able to run three miles yeah i've heard good things about it yeah i've done it before i really like it um so i'd like to like to take a stab at that next year too um and then i added in on my list um to do a whole 30 again Um, because we had talked a little bit about that and i think we've even talked about it on the show um but it with being pregnant and breastfeeding, I feel like you just get out of tune with your body. Yeah, like it's just, things definitely. are so crazy. You just eat whatever you can, or you're in survival mode and you just eat whatever's quick. Or you're right. breastfeeding and you're like super hungry, then not hungry at all, and yeah. you know you're nauseous and whatever. It's just I I feel like I've kind of lost that connection that we talked about loving so much when we did yeah. Whole Thirty of like just eating when I'm hungry and understanding how much to eat and then I'm full and then you know whatever. So I definitely kind of want to do that as like a reset once my body is just my own again. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and not, not necessarily for a weight loss reason, just to kind of see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot that we had talked about that and I do definitely, um, once I think by the time you're done breastfeeding and have, cause once you're done breastfeeding, you deserve to have time where you enjoy having your body back. Right. Um, and so then by that time I should be done feeling depressed about having my child. Right. So Just whipping right out of those baby blues. Yeah. Yeah. So then maybe we can, yeah. <laughs> uh, we can, um, do one. Well, we're definitely going to do it together. Right. I'm, There's no way I'm going through that alone. No, I would never do it alone. No. <laughs> 
I would be, I would try it on my own and then I, but I know for sure I would never make it 30 days. No. There's just that accountability and just having somebody to talk to and kind of like new, like new food ideas as things get stale. Yes. Yeah. And kind of, I don't know. We sent pictures to each other of our, of our meals and I'm not typically one, like neither of us like post our pictures of our food on Instagram or anything like that. Yeah. So it was kind of like, okay, well I have to send them a picture of a whole 30 meal. (laughs) Like this is what we've started. We're going to see if I put cheese or pasta (laughs) on this. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm certainly not going to go out of my way to make a fake meal. No. (laughs) So, and it was, at least for me in the beginning, it was exciting because a lot of the recipes were new. Mm -hmm. I had not tried them before. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a lot of like new stuff that I had not had. So like, um, well, I had had spaghetti squash, but it was not something that I really... It made a good meal around. Yeah, I never really cared for it that much. So that was one that I had kind of introduced them to. So, but anyways, but yeah, that'll be fun. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So. Um, And then, so my other personal goals are around reading. Um, And I did, this year I had some reading goals too. I wanted to read. I kept my goals pretty pretty reasonable i've i have set i guess reading goals in the past um i use the app goodreads and, oh yeah um and you know you can set yearly goals and i would usually do like 50 50 books would be my goal and i mostly met it yeah but i knew this year was going to be weird uh, yeah so right. i for my goal for this year was 20 fiction and um i think 10 non-fiction G- 10 non-fiction is way too many it's way too many <laughs> i didn't meet it at all so <laughs> I did. There's I've no already way. met my 20 fiction. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, in 2020, but I only read three nonfiction, and I was it was one of the nonfictions. I was really giving myself a pass. Like, yeah. I started it. I don't know that I finished it. So this year, I said five, <laughs> five nonfiction books is yeah, maybe a more reasonable goal. Would you count um, like any parenting books that you read? Yeah. Did you count them towards your nonfiction yeah. goal? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was thinking, have I read any nonfiction this year? And it's like, okay. Yeah, a couple, but mostly parenting. I did count. Yeah, I, I don't remember the list handy, but I think the three were. Um, I read Ina May's Guide to Childbirth. Oh, yeah. yeah that Before sounds, yeah, going into labor, it, it helped me a, a lot. <laughs> I really followed that natural birthing uh, philosophy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I read it. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because you didn't follow it doesn't mean it wasn't interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, it helped me learn about uh, what my body. Would do. Could do. Yeah. <laughs> Let you feel guilty about not doing it yeah. after reading it, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I was so elated to not be pregnant, I didn't even think about. Yeah, I've never once felt guilty about having an epidural no. or doing anything. No. Not, but. She's like, cool, I'm not pregnant, I'm moving on. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. My baby's good. Yeah. <laughs> like my doctor said, the baby comes out looking the same, so it really right. doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think one was about. Gosh, I don't remember the other two. Oh, The Millennial's Guide to Investing. Oh, yeah. 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 And then uh, I started Crib Sheet, which is like a, Ooh. it's a data-driven parenting book. Oh, okay. So it really dives into like the different studies about like breastfeeding versus formula, daycare versus staying at home and whatever. Like it's just, it basically compiles like all the like legitimate studies around these gotcha. like, big parenting yeah. topics, um, but I didn't finish it. And I, my loan ran out at the library, so I took it back. Yeah. <laughs> So, so it's gone. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'm going to try it again and then I'll count it towards one of my five. There double you go. Double dip. Yeah, double. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Um, but so family and house stuff. Those are my personal goals. And mm-hmm. then um, for family and house, um, I want to get back into tracking um, our spending and oh, yeah. setting up a budget. I had started that last year, but then of course, once I had Amelia and then global pandemic and then I wasn't. Right. Like a lot of the time I took for maternity was unpaid. So it was like, isn't even reflective of what our normal money situation looks like um but i do kind of want to just get my arms around that again especially now that we're paying two daycare bills yeah so yeah that's good um i do want to have um a vacation Uh, i think once amelia (laughs) you look surprised which is legit (laughs) it's a reasonable reaction (laughs) i just wasn't expecting that (laughs) And, but I want it to be an immediate family vacation, like just the four of us. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, we have never really taken anything we went, just us. When Claire was a little bit over a year old, we went to Alabama oh, yeah. The, yeah. in the Gulf Coast, um, and it was really enjoyable. So I want to just yeah. do something just small and um, just us. And Amelia will be, you know, over a year then, so that would be, I will not be breastfeeding. You won't be breastfeeding. And, and yeah. it, it should be, I that think, a, be a huge easier. difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> 
I tried to keep it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your, your reaction was pretty like. Okay. Have fun. You're Good on your own. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's what I want. We are on our own. That's how I want to, what I want yeah. it to be. Um, and then I also kind of want to finish, you know, we've moved in. Shortly after we moved into this house, I got pregnant with Amelia. And then, of course, did not do, like, finish decorating, set up our rooms completely the way I want. So I kind of, I want to finish the downstairs. Yeah. So that includes, like, our guest room, my office, dining room kitchen and living room yeah and you guys um, have a really good start on the kitchen I mean yeah we're... we've been well Nick's been yeah <laughs> working yeah. on it he painted all of our cabinets uh this when he was on paternity leave yeah and he uh just redid the island and made it a little bit bigger so we want to finish out like the countertops and get a new backsplash um and then just kind of organize things like right now there's a lot on the countertops so once we have you know all of our cabinets and the island yeah figured out I want to find places for some of those things and kind of, you know, get it to look the way I want with like clean countertops. Yeah. A little bit more open and airy and more visually pleasing to my very cluttered brain right yes. now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the next thing for family wise is I want to um, incorporate some regular one-on-one -on -one time with each of the girls. Um, mm -hmm. Of course, Amelia and I just get that by default now because I'm always the one feeding her and, and putting her to bed right. and um, whatever. So. Um, I, we do have like Claire and I usually take her to swim class, but she is kind of, she's in class that time. So yeah, I want to, it's not, and usually I'm kind of rushing back to get home to feed Amelia. Um, right. So I want to figure out some extended things that we can do that are a little more yeah. quality time. Yeah. Um, and then as Amelia nears a year old, I want to start, start doing that with her too. Yeah. Cause we won't have that built in time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then work stuff. Um, so I, Actually, um, one of my goals for this 2020 was to um, kind of create like a mentoring relationship. Yeah. Um, as the as the mentee. Oh, okay. Um, like reach out to somebody, um, a woman that's in my my organization that is um, a little bit high up and and or has maybe been with our company for a long time that has a lot of experience and kind of yeah forge some a relationship there and um, maybe that's a good some idea. Networking and some learning opportunities. Um, and I didn't I didn't end up doing that this year. Yeah. Um, it's a tough year to try to do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was out for yeah. a lot of it. Um, but they actually, um, I got an email today that they're setting up like a pilot program and I was um, invited to oh, nice. participate. Yeah. Oh, so I was like, well, I'm going to add that to my yeah. list again this year. Even It's kind of going to be like a, hopefully a built-in yeah. thing you know, that I can just check off. But um, so just kind of because I moved to this company two years ago, so I haven't been here yeah. super long and it's been kind of really busy since I've joined the team um, and I just haven't had kind of that carved out time to learn about the, the company and the way the organizations operate and, and have right. some connections. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be really fun and valuable. Yeah. Um, and then um, the other item I had for work was to try to do inbox zero. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is this? <laughs> You're saying it to me like I should know. Oh. And I don't know. <laughs> So it's like where basically you have a clean inbox. Oh, okay. Like okay. you have an empty inbox and you like deal with your emails when they come in or like by the end of the day so that each day you're starting fresh with a new But what if you inbox. can't though? Sometimes you, you can't. It's like Sometimes if it's a project. Yeah. Or something. So I don't, I think um, it's probably not like I don't have to accomplish every email. You know what I mean? But right. like um, file it or. Okay. Like, yeah. you know. Maybe address you have it. a yeah a way to address it. I don't, I don't really know, but that's something I want to I want to try out to just be a little bit more organized. Yeah, a clean um, inbox. Whenever I mean, it's been a long time since I've been working, so my inbox on my Gmail is never clean. Yeah. But um, a clean inbox at work was always like it made me feel so accomplished. Yes, it's like so, really satisfying. Yeah, I would try because it would be like once a week that I would try to like really get it at, like get everything out that like either I was waiting on or just forgot to file or whatever. Yeah, um, and just have like it was nice to have. I never had it zero though. I don't think because anything I was working on, I kept, kept in, in my here. inbox. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know that it was zero, but it, yeah. it does make you feel really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just like getting rid of clutter basically. Yeah. Yeah. And there have been a couple of times that I've like forgotten to follow up on the email and, and whatever. And I think just yeah. that system will help me just stay more on top of things like that. And yeah. Be oh, good. Organized. So yeah, those are my yeah. goals. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I think that'll be good. We'll have to do a follow up. 
Yeah, maybe um, even maybe part of our quarterly updates. Yeah, we'll we'll kind of follow up on them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, for me, my biggest overlying goal for next year um, is our. Well, I guess this year, since this is when this is coming out, but mm -hmm. um, is to really focus on our family. Um, so when the baby comes in March, um, that will be we're not having any more kids. So our family will be complete. complete. And oh. um, the idea of, <laughs> I know I, did, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know, because I know you still plan to have more. So it's like, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to like. Another looming pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I just, I'm excited and a little bit sad, but I am excited to move out of the baby making stage. Yes. I've been looking forward to moving out of the phase of life where are we going to have more kids? You know, how many more are we going to have? Oh, okay. We got to get, I got to get pregnant again. We got to try like mm -hmm. plan out. I mean, you not only have to try for the baby or, um, I mean, I guess you can also surprisingly get pregnant, but, um, you have to, once you decide to try, you have, you have to decide when you're going to do it uh -huh. and you know, like what's like the best timing. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like, I don't, I'm excited to be out of that stage yeah. and um, I'm the, sure the feeling of my body being my own for the rest of my life yes. is like oh I can't yeah. I can't wait <laughs> never having to think like like just tonight when we were drinking this tea it's like oh I wonder if I'm allowed to have this like yeah just never having to yeah. ever think about that like, but whatever garbage in my own body I want that's yes, right <laughs> drink to my heart's content yeah. <laughs> yeah. um so I'm just drink caffeine till I got the shakes. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, not having to track my caffeine is that's the worst yeah. by far. I, I've had to. I don't know if I mentioned, but I've had to really. I've had to scale back a little bit because I noticed that it was like messing with my pump. Yeah. Output. So like I'm like God. Yes. When I was done being pregnant, I was like, Woo! All right, well, drink some caffeine. And I did okay with. I didn't start um, with Juliet's pregnancy in this one. I didn't start drinking caffeine until well through my second trimester mm -hmm. um and so I did okay because in the beginning I didn't like coffee just didn't sound good to me and you know whatever and then it was just kind of like well I, I can't have it like it was just I, I didn't want it I couldn't have it no big deal mm -hmm. but then I started getting headaches and I remembered that in Juliet's pregnancy he told my doctor told me to just drink a little bit of caffeine mm -hmm. and so I was like well I'll just start drinking coffee again or whatever and now I'm like oh my gosh I love coffee <laughs> I love this so much <laughs> I want to drink it all day. Yeah, some it, now Garrett makes the coffee since he's home, but for a little while I was letting him make his pot of coffee and then I would make my own pot of coffee that was half decaf, half calf so that I could drink more. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking I need to get some decaf. Um, we have an espresso, but I want to get some decaf pods mm -hmm. to have like my like an afternoon coffee because that's yeah. like one of my favorite just Me little, too. little delights is an afternoon cup of coffee. Yeah, I especially like um, like if I have a little bit of coffee left over from the morning um, to do like an iced coffee Ooh. in the in mm -hmm. the afternoon. Um, but I it means I can't drink it in the morning. Right. So um, at the beach, whenever well, whenever we were gone, we um, my mother in law or our mother in law tossed out my coffee. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was really, really, really struggling yeah. not to lose my mind. Right. Um, my one joy, but all right. Yeah. And she just, it, it, it was, was, yeah, she, an honest mistake. It was a miscommunication. I, what I said was, I'm done with it. But I meant I didn't want more, basically. Right. But anyways, it was totally my fault. Um, but then I got to have coffee later in the afternoon, and it was like, this is such a delight. I know. <laughs> it's such a little treat. Yes. Yeah, it's just so nice. So yeah. then I was like, well, thanks, Debbie. I yeah. appreciate you throwing out my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just, I would really like to focus on that phase of life. And I do, even though right now it's easy for me to say um, I'm looking forward to it and it will be so nice to not ever have to think about being pregnant again and stuff. I do know that there's going to be a part of me that's like, okay, but you're never going to be pregnant again. Like you're yeah. never... You're never going to feel the baby kick inside of you. You, you know, I, you're not, cause I definitely think in my head, um, I'm comfortable with three kids, but if there was any part of Garrett that was like, Oh, if he really wanted four kids, I would do it. Yeah. Like there would be very little to convince me yeah. to, to it, that it would take to convince me to continue having kids. But for, I feel comfortable with three. I think that that's what I can handle, especially on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, during the day and whenever I have all the kids at home or whatever. Um, but I, I barely got this third one in. So I yeah. know that there's just no, yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. It's probably not on the table. And I don't, I don't have the fight in me for it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would like to try not to be sad about it, but mm-hmm. I know, I'm sure that it will be difficult at times that yeah. that's, there's nothing, there's no more kids on the horizon. That's not, that's not going to happen. So mm-hmm. I, but I would really like to focus on enjoying the positive space. parts mm-hmm. of being done. Yeah. And just mostly then enjoying once I get, you know, once we're actually in that phase and the baby is here, I'd really like to focus on doing things as a family, um, which will be hard in the beginning because obviously it's hard to do anything with a newborn. Right. Um, but just, we've been for this holiday season, we've been doing a lot of like different things, you know, looking at lights and, you know, we've gone to Carowinds a couple of times and, um, it's just been nice to just kind of do things just as our family. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm just really looking forward to there not being like, well, the baby's not here, you know, Uh like this isn't, you know, and and even just small things, um, like the girls, I was going to order, um, their pictures from school and I always just order a CD and make my own prints. But they do offer a collage option where they'll make a collage for you. And I was like, you know what? This year, I think I'm going to do it. But then I was like, no, because then what am I going to do with it next year? Yeah. I I can't. I mean, it's nice and it will be something to keep. But it's not even just that it's just Lillian or just Juliet. If it was just one of them, then you can keep it up all the time. Right. But when it's just these two. The two and not one. (laughs) No. Right. I would just always feel bad about it and I would end up taking it down. So it was just like, all right. And then like before we got pregnant, I was, had been planning on getting a big canvas of a a picture of our family. And now it's like, well, that's going to be a waste. I'm never going to put up a picture of just four of us. (laughs) Right. So it's just, just tiny things that I'm like, that are meaningless right now, but will just be so nice not to have to think about or worry about yeah soon yeah so um i'm definitely excited about that um and i would also like to try to focus more on enjoying my time because i definitely think that i'm so stressed out all the time and um just frazzled with the kids and frazzled with like getting them here getting them there or trying to pick up or trying to do this or whatever or or get them to pick up or get them to get ready or get them to eat breakfast or whatever it is. Yeah, the constant nagging yeah. kills me too. Right. So I just feel like I've gotten into this state where I don't enjoy my time with them. Um, like sometimes, like one of the, I mentioned earlier that I had a couple of highs this week and one of them was just spending time with Lillian. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like that should, that should just be life. Like I should just be enjoying my time with her and I should be enjoying my time with Juliet and the baby, whatever. So it's just, I, I want to try to, I know that I'll be stressed and anxious and what, that's just motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. but I'd like to try to enjoy more of my time with them. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, if they are taking forever to eat breakfast, instead of rushing them along, just sitting down and being like, okay, have a long breakfast. <laughs> we're going to have a long breakfast today, I guess. You know, just yeah. simple things that... Do you think it's like a you want to change up the what your day looks like or do different type of activities or just a mindset? I think it's a mindset yeah. thing. Um, I would like to do more activities because um, that kind of goes along with the doing more things as a family. Yeah. Because um, we did, um, I made those salt dough ornaments. I don't oh, know if you've uh-huh. ever seen them. Yeah. Yeah, I made those with the girls um, this week, and then we painted them all together on Saturday. Oh, fun. And it was fun, and, like, it was – because Garrett was there. Typically, we do crafts and activities and stuff, but Garrett's not there because mm-hmm. um, it's during the day or whatever. But it was a lot of fun, and Garrett's pretty creative. Um, so it was kind of nice to for him to do something and mm-hmm. to kind of see what he was going to do. So it was just – I don't know. It was very nice to just kind of do something all together that is something that typically – I would do with the girls by mm-hmm. myself. I don't know that Garrett loved it, but it's <laughs> <laughs> glad he was there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think adding activities, but also just in general, my mindset, I would like to change my mindset about a lot of things too. I mean, just in general, um, it just enjoying not letting time just pass by and wishing right. like I'm already wishing for the next stage of, okay, well the baby will be here and then our family will be complete and yeah. all this stuff. And it's like, okay, but you're also wishing away your last pregnancy. Like this is the yeah. last time you're going to do this. I, I fall in that trap too. And, yeah. and especially kind of right now, like 
it hit me uh, the other day that Amelia's going to be one, like not too soon. She's eight months now. Closer to one. Closer than, to one than, yeah. Yeah, than not being alive. Not, yeah. <laughs> than not. Than zero. <laughs> um, but it was, and, and it, because I was thinking about breastfeeding and I was like, oh, okay, only, you know, four more months if I want to hit a year. And it's like, oh, but don't, it's her first year. Don't wish away the first yeah, year. But it's right. It can be hard not to when there are parts of it that are, hard on you and that aren't always enjoyable and that are you know where the responsibility only falls to you like yeah you're only with the girls all day you're the one that has to handle all the nagging and, and yeah fights and tantrums and whatever like I'm the only one that can breastfeed so it's just looking it's forward to that not being a part of yeah whatever yeah and it is like with the pregnancy especially I'm I know that I'm wishing it away but it's also like well this is Lillian's last year home. I mean, mm. she's in school, um, but not really. I mean, this next year she'll go five days a week all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll probably have to like wake her up and, you know, make sure she gets ready and, and gets breakfast and all that stuff. It's not like, like now it's our mornings are still, even though they're a little chaotic before we go to school, it's still not, not like it'll be whenever mm-hmm. she's in school. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to wish, I want her time to be here yeah (laughs) but I would like this pregnancy time to go by yeah yeah Yeah. so which and I'm sure that that will be the way that it is with a lot of things over life Mm -hmm. but I'd like to try to just enjoy a little bit more of my time yeah um and then as far as specific goals um I do want to since I'll be done for sure having kids I won't have the excuse anymore as far as like health wise, um, like eating and exercise and everything to be like, well, I'm just going to be pregnant soon. So (laughs) it's always, (laughs) yeah. Um, I, I would really like to, um, you know, I think that doing the whole 30 will help. And then also, cause I'm cooking is just not something I enjoy whenever I'm pregnant. So I'd like to try to get back into cooking healthy meals and, um, doing things that, uh, for our whole family, that would be more health conscious, I guess. Yeah. Um, and we were doing good about taking like walks every evening. Of course now it's cold. Um, but then it's like by the time the evening rolls around, that's when I'm the sickest typically. And it's really dark early now. Yeah. And it's just like, we have to like bundle up and well, they would all have to bundle up. I'd probably just wear. (laughs) Um, Um, so it's just, I would like to try to get more back into, you know, just our routine of we're cooking most nights and, um, pretty healthy balanced meals. Cause even like lunch, lunches with the girls at home, sometimes it's just like whatever I can scrounge together. Right. Like I'm in such a survival mode and right. I buy so little at the grocery store. Cause it's like, well, I'm not going to cook it. Nothing sounds good. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Um, most of the time it's like. Garrett will be like, okay, well, what do you, what do you want me to go get? What do you want me to make? (laughs) So it's just, it's been a lot of like random grocery store runs. So try to get just more back into um, a good routine with cooking and making sure that it's pretty healthy and balanced, I guess would be key. Um, And then kind of like what you talked about with like cleaning and um, just like more of a routine. I just really want to establish a routine. (laughs) I just, I feel so much like I'm just so out of sorts um, between, like you said, with COVID and just this pandemic happening and everything being so weird all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with pregnancy, it's like, I just do not have any routine. Like I unloaded the dishwasher, I think first thing in the morning, every morning this week. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, what a nice routine I'm in. <laughs> it's like one, one thing that I did consistently every day. Homemaker. And I was like, look, no, at me. look at me being in a routine this week. <laughs> it's like, that should not be my low level of routine. Celebrate the wins, Molly. I yeah. mean, that's the face of life we're <laughs> Yeah. So I would like to just, um, not necessarily unloading the dishwasher every morning, but I would like to have more of a cleaning routine and just not um, have to be so stressed about the clutter that's in my yeah. house all the time. Like always, the feeling of always being like behind. Yeah, and just like, I, I thought, because we did just a major purge of everything, and I feel like we still need more. I, I know. feel like we needed to get rid of stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe trying to do that again in the spring or something like that would be good. Um, but it's just... It's just a constant, and laundry is just so hard for me to keep up with. 
Um, and I finally, um, Garrett has been doing um, laundry because I just don't. I mean, you're pregnant, <laughs> yeah. you found an excuse. Um, but there's been quite a few times where he, when he's been doing laundry that he'll forget to move a load from the washer to the dryer and I'll see it. And I'm like, oh, I'll move it over. Like, surely I can just do that. And so I finally said something to him the other day. I was like, you know, I've had to move a couple of the loads, like, to the washer. And he was like, oh, or to the dryer. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, I'm not harping on you about it. I do it all the time. Right. It's just that mine then get left until I realize it and I move it. And then they have to be washed again. They're right. gross. And I said, maybe we should just come to terms that laundry is just a two-person job right. in our house. We can just like look out for each other. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, laundry when you see it. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm certainly not one to get on my high horse right. and tell you, like, I can't believe you left laundry in the washer. Yeah, I do it frequently, <laughs> all the time, more often than not, probably. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's. I definitely, I think that will be helpful that we've kind of established that we apparently cannot be left to our own devices when it comes to laundry. Right. We're teenagers, apparently. <laughs> um, and just having more of a, a set, not even necessarily like a set routine. Like I've, I have always wanted to be like where I do floors on Thursdays. Yeah. And, you know, bathrooms on Fridays or whatever. I would love to be that type of person. But I think I know that I'm just not that type of person. I would just like to be where I don't feel super flustered when somebody's coming to my house. <laughs> right. And don't feel embarrassed for what our, our house looks like. Right. That's <laughs> usually my feelings. Yeah. Um, so I would, I, I, I did, like, there was like been a couple of weeks this pregnancy that I've had like, oh, our house is nice and clean and everything looks good. But a couple then, of weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Out of the entire seven months I've been pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know that I have that for the year. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we've been spending so much time in our homes. Yeah. I think that that makes a huge difference. I think difference. that's probably why it feels so... Because I've never been a good, like, cleaning homemaker. That's not my yeah. strength or what I can convince myself to spend time doing. But yeah, it's been especially troublesome this year because we are in the house so much and just constantly staring at the mess it feels like you're staring at it and constantly creating it right yeah there's always dishes there's always yes. laundry there's always well i don't know why there's so much laundry i guess we don't go <laughs> no, out all i wear is yoga pants and yeah. t-shirts i don't know what that's all and about the same you know ones for a couple of days yeah right so i don't know i don't know what's going on here yeah, but he's making all this laundry but anyway <laughs> yeah um, so yeah, I would, I agree with what you said and just have a little bit more of a, a set, not, not routine, but just where I feel like I have a handle on things yeah. more often than not. Um, and I'd really like to focus on, um, my marriage with Garrett. So, <laughs> well, you know, that one, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to remember which one I'm talking about. Right. Um, so we, I feel like we've kind of gotten into a good routine lately of, um, some give and take, um, you know, where it used to be where I felt like it was, I didn't necessarily always feel like it was one-sided, but it just felt like I was always the one like having to do everything and, um, doing everything around the house and doing everything for the kids. And, you know, he was just like basically doing things when I asked him to. Um, and I still think that like we've talked about before that I, I fall to be the default parent all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also think I've, at least in our situation, I'm the default parent because I am the parent all day. Like that's what I do all day. Um, so for us, that's, of course, that's how it's going to happen. It probably won't ever be. No, totally no. 50, 50, right. Yeah. Right. Um, and as far as like doing stuff around the house, like that should be part of what I do all day whenever I'm there, but it's just not. It's not feasible to do all of it. Yeah. I can't get it all done. Um, so I think that we've started to kind of get to a good routine where I think he's, I think him being home during COVID has made him realize that like, you're not just sitting around eating bonbons. There's just not, <laughs> he made that comment today. Did he? Yeah. He said, he was like, I know you just sit around and eat bonbons all day. Yeah. Um, even though it does seem like every time he comes down from his office, the girls and I are like watching a show on the couch or reading books or oh. like doing something or I'm drinking my coffee or whatever. And it's like. You caught me on my one good moment. I am doing stuff, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that we've we've just kind of gotten to a good routine of like, you know, I 
he is helping me out a lot more, and I say helping. It should just be that it's stuff that all gets done. But Carrying the part of the load. Yeah. Um, but doing things, um, like he's been cooking a lot, and like I said, he started doing laundry and um, like doing a lot of stuff with the kids, like more one-on-one so that I can have a break. And I'm sure a lot of it's because of pregnancy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that we've gotten into a good give and take where like I feel like my needs are being met and seen mm-hmm. and he's addressing them as much as he can so then when I see that he has like the other night he was just so frazzled work was really stressing him out the girls were super super stressful for him and I was like I'll just put them to bed by myself like mm-hmm. I'll, you know I'll do it you just relax whatever and there was no like resentment in my like <laughs> yeah it was a truly genuine <laughs> yeah like offer. a genuine offer to for you to just like I really mean it just relax I know that you've had a really stressful day or whatever um and it's just I would like to continue to focus on that and yeah. hope that it's not just a temporary thing yeah and just <laughs> because I don't know about you but for us things ebb, ebb and flow like oh, we'll have sure. a really yeah. good month where we don't fight at all and nothing and then we'll go like a couple of weeks where I'm like, are we going to get a divorce? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, and sometimes it's, it's two months where I feel that way and two weeks where I don't feel that way. Right. You know, like I just feel like with young kids and a young marriage. Right. I feel like as mm-hmm. much as like we talk about our lives being in survival mode, I feel like your marriage is kind of in survival mode yeah. too. Like, yeah. You're, you're just kind of like hanging on. <laughs> yes. When the kids are a little bit more self-sufficient, we can enjoy each other again. <laughs> yes. Right. So, and that's what Garrett will always be like, well, whenever they're out of the house. And it's like, I know, but I want, almost, I, I don't want to not know you. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'd like to still be aware of what your likes and dislikes bump are. bump into each other in 18 years and just pick up where we left off. Yeah. That's not how it's going to work. Um, so I just, I think it would be, I would like for it to be that more often than not, we are in the, the good phase where yeah. I don't feel like I want to kill him all the time <laughs> right. and don't feel like he wants to kill me all the time. Less murdery thoughts. Jack. Yes. Yeah. Right. That would be, that'd be great. Yeah. Hopefully I can mark that one off pretty easily. Yeah. I have an interesting quarterly update. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the police will show up yeah. to cart me off. Um, and I guess I said this one already, but I just want to enjoy more family time. Like I just really want things to be just more enjoyable (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I hear you I I totally know what you mean yeah it sounds silly to say it that that simply and like yeah oh I just want to not hate every day yeah like I mean I I know what you mean it's so easy to get caught up in the stress and to just kind of get bogged down in that and be negative about that um yeah I fall into that a lot too yeah like this morning I was the girls were kind of moving slow kind of dragging their feet with stuff like Nothing, nothing major, but I was just like, get your shoes. Where are your shoes? Why can't you find your shoes? I found it right here. You obviously didn't look that hard for your shoe. You know, like right. just totally unnecessary Something that's stress. ultimately pretty inconsequential. Yes, exactly. I, yeah. um, and so it's just like little things were annoying me that I think regularly should not annoy me. So I definitely feel like most of that is my mindset and, and which makes me feel like, okay, then this should be an attainable goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's just self-work that you can Right. Do. I'm not trying to eliminate the stress. <clears throat> I know that the right. stress is going to be there. I would like to react to it differently, yeah. I guess. And I also know that that's not always going to be possible. I mean, some situations are just stressful. It's like just that's overwhelming. Just, and you're, allowed, yeah. you're human. You're allowed to have emotions. And right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I definitely don't. And there's no worry that this is what will happen with my kids. But I would never want my kids to grow up being like, Mom, I thought you, like, you made it look like you had it all together all oh, the time. right, right. And now I grow up and I find out that being an adult is really hard. Right. I mean, there is no risk of that happening to them. <laughs> right. I don't think I'm going to make it look easy. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. But in my head, I make myself think it's a good thing because I'm giving them realistic expectations right. Right. of what life is. No, I think that's valid. I think that's valid. <laughs> and by that. They'll probably grow up and be like, Mom, it's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you were so upset about all the time. Yeah. This, you made me think life sucked. <laughs> yeah. uh, so anyways, um, but yeah, hopefully we can, we'll do an update whenever yeah. we have our quarterly. Yeah, for sure. That'll be good. Um, and try to 
kind of see where we are mm-hmm. and maybe make adjustments at that point. Even too. just writing them down feels really like accomplished. Oh yeah. I never make resolutions. Like oh, yeah. I will think about them in my head, I guess, but since I never actually like set the goal, it's such an easy thing to forget about. Right. And not really think about throughout the year, especially like once you get to February, I know. it's like, okay. I know. Yeah. Like I said, just having them written down on my planner and like kind of, cause my planner also has like a monthly goal page and like weekly goals. So just like constantly referring back to that, to that, to kind of break it down and yeah. figure out what I want to work on. Like, you know, one of my goals last year was in, in figure out understanding how investing works and then like creating an investment plan and executing it. Yeah. And I did. And yeah. like, that's a huge thing that a oh, huge yeah. nebulous thing that I just never would have, if I hadn't taken the time to write it down and then break it down into like smaller manageable tasks, I probably right. would have just never tackled. Yeah. That's a good point to kind of break it down. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, I mean, even just like when I'm overwhelmed with like the house or whatever, I yeah. break it down into small yeah, manageable things and then eventually it all gets done. Tackling. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. That's a good, that's a good piece of advice. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I think that we're, um, ready to wrap it up. And then, um, if you want to follow along with us on Instagram at the motherhood trenches and, um, you can always send us an email. We'd love to know your resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, some of your big goals. Yeah. Um, but you can send us an email at the motherhood trenches at gmail.com. And, um, we just love to hear from you guys. So thanks we'll for listening. See you next time.